third and ten for Monmouth to start this one out. They're down seven points. The last time they had third and long, they picked it up because of their tight end, Jake Powell. Here's the snap. Pressure from the running Bulldogs. Good out route and caught by the receiver, Reggie White Jr., who gets his first catch of the second half. And this is going to be really close depending on the spot. And it looks like they're going to give him the first down, Brendan. We're waiting for the officials, and they're going to bring out the chain gang, it looks like. And this is going to be really close. It really is going to depend on where they decide to spot the football. White Jr. runs a really good route right there, knowing exactly where he has to get to pick up the first down. And they're going to measure. A great sliding grab by Reggie White as well. Puts him up over 100 yards on the day. And they give him enough for the first down. A great job by the sophomore, Reggie White Jr. Well, Seven catches on nine, nine targets today. Well, and this offensive unit as a whole now, especially in the passing game, doing a good job picking up third and long for the Hawks to keep this drive alive. That's two over third and tens on the day. Bahar works out of the shotgun as he has for most of the day. Two receivers to each side. Tight end in motion. Snap, play action. Looking quick for Reggie White. Junior, he breaks a tackle. He's at the 30. Cuts inside down to the 15-yard line and finally brought down. Chad Jeter comes up with a tackle way downfield. Well, Reggie White Jr. just beat the coverage there really quickly, got wide open, and the quarterback delivers the football, and then White Jr. just goes to work picking up several yards after the catch. Quick screen for Reggie White Jr., and that's on nothing doing. He picks up maybe a yard. They picked on Jalen Foster all day long. As Reggie White has now nine catches on the day. Personnel changes now for Monmouth. The dogs keep the same 11 out. Three, four, look for Gardner-Webb. Jeter's going to cover the slot receiver. Ambush in motion. Here you go on the jet sweep. Ambush goes for a gain of about three, and it'll bring up third and medium, say third and six, for the Hawks. And Ambush had success with that on the first two attempts that the Hawks did that against this running Bulldogs team here today. The other times, Gardner-Webb's done a good job collapsing on him quickly and bringing him down to the ground. Two receivers to each side. Pistol look for Monmouth. Bahar out of the shotgun behind him is Welch. Bahar keeps it himself and he finds the end zone. Touchdown. And Brendan, what was interesting right there was Bahar turned around to hand off that football and turned the wrong way. The running back was on the other side of him, so he had no choice but to keep that football and ends up still making his way into the end zone. That's what happens when you get down in the quarterback depth chart. Sometimes miscommunication with running backs. Third career start for Bahar. He's got a passing touchdown and now a rushing touchdown. Extra point. 
is up. And boom through, it's good. Well, 20 to 20 with 12.57 remaining in the fourth quarter. The dog's in a tight one. We'll see if they can pull it out. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. with 12.57 left here in the fourth quarter is your score. Monmouth comes and responds to Gardner-Webb field goal with a touchdown drive of their own. Ten plays, 72 yards in just over four minutes. Capped off by a seven-yard touchdown run. Some miscommunication on the kickoff as no one was back to field it. Two different players ran up for the ball. And it's jumped on at the eight-yard line. That's where the dogs will start their drive. And now Garner-Webb, a couple of mishaps on two straight kickoff returns. Just a good job there by Brody Rollins to even get to that football to recover it. Now Garner-Webb, though, faced with a 92-yard drive. is what they would need to get into the end zone. Can't settle for field goals here in a game like this. And remember, Monmouth missed an extra point earlier in the game, if that were to be made, they'd have a one-point lead. Estes offset to the near side. Handoff, excuse me, zone read kept by Tyrell Maxwell. Maybe the read was not the correct one. It looked like Khalil had plenty of room to run. Well, Maxwell has had success keeping the football over the course of this game, that being his 18th carry for now 117 yards. That'll put him just needing 18 more to get 1,000 on the season where Khalil Lewis 16 carries for 67 yards. Trips to the near side, one man to the far side. This one goes to Khalil. He's got some room, breaks a tackle, goes spin cycle and gets down to the 21-yard line for a first down. First down. And the dogs will hurry back to the line. No huddle once more. Two receivers decide. Maxwell to the shotgun. Lewis to his right. Monmouth looks to be loading the box. Pitch out to Khalil. Nowhere to go. A great effort by the corner on that play for Monmouth. 
the quarter number 22, 24, excuse me, Camus Dumas. And now Jalen Cagle will check into the game for Khalil Lewis. Brody Rollins will also come out onto the field. Second and 11 for the Dogs from their own 20-yard line. Rollins in the slot. Cagle with Maxwell out of the shotgun. 4-3 look on the defensive side. Pistol set. Handoff goes to Cagle, who has to hurdle over a lineman who ended up on the floor. Gets it out to the 22, be third and eight for Gardner-Webb. Well, Gardner-Webb continues to struggle running the football down the middle of the field right there. Just nowhere to go again. The defensive line standing in there, not giving Gardner-Webb much room to run all day when it's come to trying to run in that. Personnel changes for Gardner-Webb. Henderson now in the spot. Kyle Horton at the top to the far side. Snap. Maxwell looks, looks. Drops off for Kyle Horton who stays on his feet. Apologies, folks, more technical difficulties, but we're back. Monmouth third and one at the 47-yard line, their own 47-yard line, with 8.23 remaining. They break the huddle. Well, Monmouth's just been really good in the return game all day long to give themselves good field position. Handoff up the gate, and Justin Miller makes the play in the backfield, causing fourth down. The senior coming up huge on third and short. And now it will be the Hawks that will have a decision for if they stay on the field on fourth down or if they will bring out the punting unit. And right now it appears as if they are going to leave the offense on the field. Fourth and short for Monmouth. If Gardner-Webb can come away with a stop right here, they will start their next drive in excellent field position. Four receivers to the near side. Snap, quick screen. Jeter can't make the tackle, and neither can anybody else on the Gardner-Webb defense until about the 40-yard line. The quick screen going to Cheney. Picks up plenty of yards down inside Gardner-Webb territory at the 40-yard line. And you can see the corners on that side waving to the middle linebacker, saying there's more guys than defenders. And a good job by Mama just getting the playoff quickly, recognizing that giving the screen plenty of room to work with to pick up the first down. Seven minutes remain here in the fourth quarter. Heavy pistol set, handoff. Trying to wiggle through, finds about five yards is Cheney. Bring up second down. And Brennan, this is a Mammoth team that has been driving like this a couple of other times in this football game, and Gardner-Webb's defense has come away with a couple of big interceptions. Their defense will be trying to force another turnover here to keep themselves in this football game. 6.25 remaining 
in the fourth quarter. I think Monmouth's going to try to chew as much clock as they can. Ambush in motion. Hand off once more, and this one's going to be plenty for a first down out to the 25-yard line. They're liking handing the ball to Cheney in gap A and gap B. London area that Gardner Webb has struggled today. Monmouth has had no problem. They've been able to run the football right up the middle for a lot of success, especially here in the second half. Welch checks in the game, the heavy running back for this Monmouth team. He's got a touchdown today. Man in motion. Snap. Handoff Welch on the sweet play. Finds some room and gets down to the 10-yard line. He is a big 225, but man, the guy's got wheels. And he'll be first and goal from the 10. And this is a Monmouth team looking to pick up their first win in the Big South all year long. And Gardner-Webb trying to become 3-2 and two in conference play to give themselves a winning record in the conference, but their defense is going to have to step up and make a big stop right here to keep their chances alive of doing so. 5-19 remaining, tight end in motion once more. Snap, looking, tight end's wide open, trying to break a tackle, they keep him in bounds, the clock will continue to run, he's down at the five yard line on that out route. Some miscommunication in the defensive backfield for Gardner-Webb. Jake Powell continues to be a big target for this team. He has caught all four of his intended targets here today. Powell in motion. Snap, handoff, right up the gut and finds his way into the end zone. The second rushing touchdown of the day for Cheney. Give me his first rushing touchdown of the day to go along with the huge 67 yard run to set up a one-yard touchdown for Zach Welch. And now Cheney's having a day. Eight carries for over 135 and a touchdown. Well, and now three different players with rushing touchdowns for the Hawks here today. Officially 18 carries, 141 and a touchdown for Cheney. Extra point by White is up. And it's good. It 4.32 remaining in the fourth quarter. The Dogs now find themselves down seven. We'll see if they can respond. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. When you're not cheering on your favorite team and you're ready to tackle that large job of weekend project, Sunbelt Rentals has the equipment you need. From hand tools to excavators, we've got you covered. And with more than 525 locations, we're sure to have one convenient to you. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or contractor, you can rely on the experts at Sunbelt Rentals. Call 1-800-NO-SWEAT or visit sunbeltrentals.com for a location nearest you. So what are you waiting for? Get it done and rent it now. That's my stat, I don't think it's on me. 
27-20 with 4.32 remaining. The Dogs find themselves behind with under five minutes left in the football game, Tyler. Well, with 4.32 left, this is the first time in the entire football game Gardner-Webb has been trailing just a squib kick right here on the kickoff. Fielded by Cagle, and he'll take it close to the 40-yard line. Great field position for Maxwell and company to try to respond with a touchdown of their own. Well, you say Maxwell and company, but certainly look for Tyrell Maxwell to try to take the football game over right here on this drive. Their last successful drive, picking up the touchdown, was basically all Maxwell running the football. Look for more of the same right here if I'm Gardner-Webb. He doesn't need too many more yards to become the fourth player in Big South history with 1,000 rushing yards in a season. Trips to the near side. Snap, Maxwell on the QB keeper. Trying to find some room, falls forward for maybe a gain of a yard. That's all he's gonna get. Well, the only issue there right now, Brendan, is I expect them to run the football with Maxwell. Monmouth is going to be expecting Tyrell Maxwell to hang on to the football and run it as well. So the defense knows more than likely what is going to be coming. Right now would be a great chance to take a shot downfield. They haven't done it since play one of the game. There's a play action fake, and it goes straight to Mike Estes over the middle, one of Maxwell's favorite plays in his Gardner-Webb career. I'm sure Estes appreciates it too. First down for Gardner-Webb across midfield. And Brendan, you touched on it earlier in this quarter. Gardner-Webb has had to settle for field goal opportunities on two drives in this game, and now you're in a position where you can't do that. You need a touchdown to score. Handoff to Khalil's mishandled, but jumped on by Tyrell. They'll lose some yards on that one. A fumble on the handoff. Three fifteen and counting. Dogs have it at the 50, second and 12. Started the drive at the 40-yard line thanks to a squib kick and a good return by Cagle. Here's an outside pitch going for Khalil Lewis out across the 45-yard line and brought down at the 44. Third and medium for Gardner-Webb. Looks like it's going to be third and five. Trips to the far side. Willie Jackson by himself to the near side. Maxwell takes the snap, looks, fires, cut at the 30-yard line. He's going to try to get out of bounds, cannot. And a first down for Jacob Henderson. A 10-yard in, picks up a first down for Gardner-Webb. Henderson does a good job keeping the drive alive for the running Bulldogs trying to come back and tie up this football game here late. 2-13 remaining and whistles. We'll wait for the official word. And a player's down on the field for Monmouth. And we'll take a quick break. 27-20 in favor of the dogs. Keep it locked, or excuse me. 27-20, the dogs looking to tie this one up. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. If Rolling Springs is your destination this upcoming holiday weekend, please allow an extra 15 minutes of driving time for any event held in the downtown area. 
You can get up to the minute Bowling Springs traffic reports anytime by calling Garden Web's Chief Transportation Officer, Woody Fish, at 704-974-3575. Hey, you can bring us back after this one. First and 10 from the 29-yard line for Gardner-Webb. They're down seven here with 2-11 remaining in the fourth quarter. Same formation we just saw. Trips to the far side. This one's going to be a handoff to Khalil, who breaks the tackle. He's at the 25 and falls forward down to the 22-yard line. Khalil Lewis trying to get up to 1,000 yards as well. Uh, Brent, another thing to watch on that last completion of Jacob Henderson, Tyro Maxwell now over 100 yards passing and rushing in this game, giving him his seventh game doing so in his career, adding on to the league record. And that speed option goes for a loss. Maxwell keeps himself nowhere to go with it. And both Maxwell and Lewis have 20 carries on the day. Gardner-Webb takes a timeout to talk about this third down and five opportunity. We're going to keep it locked right here. A minute 35 remaining here in quarter number four. It's four down territory. Well, Gardner-Webb cannot settle for a field goal this time out. They have to find a way to get in the end zone to just try to force overtime at this point. Obviously, you want to score, but you don't want to leave too much time for this Mammoth offense either. So 135, third and five for Gardner-Webb. Maxwell 21 yards away from 1,000 yards on the season. Trips to the near side. Maxwell takes the snap, looks. Fires caught by Willie Jackson on the four sideline right at the 15-yard line. That's a first down. A great back shoulder throw, a great back shoulder catch by Willie Jackson. And, Brennan, we've been talking about these personal potential records for Khalil Lewis and Tyro Max on this football game. But right now, more than anything, you know they just want to pick up the W. That is what is on their mind here with a minute and a half left in this game, down by seven. First and ten from the 15. Estes offset to the right now in motion to the left. Snap, it's a speed option. They're going to fake the speed option. Maxwell's got some room. Looks, looks. Fires for Kyle Horton at the 10. Trying to make a move. Gets knocked down at the 6. He stays in bounds, though. A minute 15 left in this one. Great job by Maxwell using his legs to extend the play. The dogs are going to hurry to the line. Same formation as the last. That one goes to Khalil. Khalil's trying to find the end zone. He does! 
against the Liberty Flames. Schumacher, extra point is up, and it's good. The Dogs tie the game at 27 with 103 remaining in the quarter. 10 plays, 61 yards, 323 off the clock, capped off by a seven yard touchdown run by Khalil Lewis. Dogs have two timeouts left. Monmouth has two timeouts left with 103 remaining. And Brendan, for Kalilo and Tyrell Maxwell at this point, getting to 1,000 yards is going to be very iffy, but both of them up over 950 rushing yards on this season. Khalil Lewis sitting at 959. Tyrell Maxwell sitting at 979. Well, the game certainly could go to some extra time. I think both teams have different plans in their minds. Monmouth wants to go down, get some points, and end this one. The Dogs want to force a turnover, get the ball into the offense's hands, and end this one. And something to watch right here is Paul Schumacher has struggled all day on the kickoff as a result of not being able to keep having somebody have to hunt it. He's gonna pooch kick it down to the 15. Mishandled. Can the dogs get there? And they might have about a step, step too late by ambush and just falls straight on it as he overran the football. And that's gonna happen with how windy it has been all day. Well, both teams have struggled off of the kickoff returns. Gardner-Webb special team units does a good job going right down. They're not able to recover that football, but not giving Ambush any room to run. And the Hawks team meeting about 50 yards here just to be in realistic field goal range. They have a minute, and they have two timeouts. Two receivers to each side for Monmouth. Bahar out of the shotgun. Man in motion. It's Ambush. Snap taken. Looking downfield, can't find anybody. Bahar looking, throwing, and incomplete. Looking for Reggie White Jr. on the sideline, but blanketed all over him was Jalen Foster. Well, the route had already been blown up at that point, but the quarterback just trying to motion Reggie White Jr. where he wanted him to go, gets him close to the sideline, but throws it just a little bit too high. Looking at the same formation as the last. They motion out the halfback, Cheney. Five receiver look, 52 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. Bahar takes the snap. Looking deep downfield, looking towards Reggie White Jr. And incomplete, Jalen Foster in man coverage once again. And Brennan on third and ten right here. I would expect the football to be going to Reggie White Jr.'s direction again right here. Just trying to feed him the football. Had such a big day at this point. Nine catches, 148 yards, and a touchdown. 
and the crowd getting loud. They realize, and I think you and I both realize as well, if the dogs get a stop here, they have time with two timeouts to try to get Schumacher in range. Two receivers to the near side, one man to the far side. Bahar looking, throwing, caught, and incomplete, broken up, Travis Adams! Flies in from the safety position to break that one up, and they'll bring up fourth down. Uh, Brendan, that like that football was going to be complete, but Thomas Adams comes in and delivers a big hit to jar that football loose. Kyle Horton back to return for Gardner-Webb. Well, Jacob Henderson has been the hands guy all year. Kyle Horton is the guy that can give you the potential explosive play. Horton back there right now to try to get Gardner-Webb in position to try to get a field goal. I'd imagine the dogs would send some guys at this one with 41 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. Snap, booted away, it's a line drive. Horton fields it and has to dive out for it at the 45. The dogs have 35 seconds and two timeouts to get, I'm assuming down close to the 25 yard line. It's a little ways to go. We'll see if the dogs can do it. Remember, the dogs have won, a, have won games here late, but they've also tied games here late. Elon last season, home opener, they scored with zeros on the clock to send that one to overtime. Two receivers to each side. Khalil Lewis in the backfield with Maxwell. Maxwell to the shotgun, takes the snap, looks, looks for Kyle Horton, overthrows him. And Brendan, 31 seconds left, but you have two timeouts. You could try to catch this Mammoth team off guard and run a draw play up the middle. First down at the 46-yard line of Monmouth. Got about 30 yards to get to field goal range. It's a yard a second. Looks, throws, overthrows Horton again. And Tyrell Maxwell has not had much success whatsoever throwing in Horton's direction today. Well, Kyle Horton, not the tallest receiver in the world, and Tyrell Maxwell looks like he has forgotten that on a couple of these throws in his direction, overthrowing him on numerous occasions. Horton standing at 5'11". Same formation we've seen the last two times. Two receivers to each side. Cagle checks in the game at halfback. Maxwell looking, looking. Can't escape and goes down for the sack. Maxwell dropped. And it looks like Monmouth will not call a timeout, and they finally do with 16 seconds left. Monmouth decides to let about five seconds run off right there before calling the timeout. I thought these two teams were just going to settle at this point for going to overtime, but Monmouth's trying to give its punt return unit a chance for an explosive play to try to win the game. And they add some time back on the clock, 19 seconds on the clock. Now here's the thing, we've had trouble with handling the football on kicks so far. So one, for Gardner-Webb, you want to get the snap there, you want to make sure Kamornik doesn't get blocked, but if you're Monmouth on that side, you've had trouble fielding these things. I would, there has been trouble fielding these things, but also for me, in my mind, 19 seconds left in this game, if you're Kamornik, don't even give Monmouth a chance to return this, just make sure you get it downfield, but aim it towards the sideline. 
we've seen some instances of game-winning punt returns for touchdowns, none bigger than the second miracle in the Meadowlands. Kamornik boots this one. It's a line drive kick, and it's going to bounce down inside the 10-yard line to continue to bounce down to the 5. There's 10 seconds on the clock, 9 seconds on the clock now. I'm assuming you just take a knee and send this one to overtime. I would be surprised if Mammoth does anything besides that right here. You got to play it safe. Let the best team win in overtime. Overtime rules. Each team gets the ball at the five-yard line. And you got to go punch for punch. And they will take a knee. The Dogs do have four defensive backs lined up deep. And Brendan, on the year, Garner Webb 0-1 in overtime. Monmouth 1-0. As zeros hit the clock here in the fourth quarter, we're going to head to overtime. Tied up at 27 apiece. We'll take a quick break. Stay right here for the epic conclusion of the 2016 running Bulldog football season. And right here, WGWG.org. So 27-27 heading into the overtime period. Chad Cheater is the lone captain for the running Bulldogs here in overtime. Now it's really simple. The coin toss is one, where do you want to defer? Do you want to have the ball first? Do you want to play defense first? The way collegiate football rules are, each team starts at the 25-yard line. If the first team scores a field goal, the second team who possesses can score a touchdown to win. If the first team scores a touchdown, the second team must score a touchdown. It, it, it's a blow-for-blow blow type of system, and then you throw in later in overtimes, you have to go for two, et cetera, et cetera. We've seen some of these games last a long time. And the first game you and I ever did here at Gardner-Webb was a triple overtime thriller against Elon. 
one, Garner Webb looking to turn around its fate in overtime this season, dropping one earlier in that close game to Liberty, losing 23 to 20 in overtime. And Mom is trying to say perfect in overtime opportunities, picking up a 42 to 41 overtime win over Fordham. So the dog season all comes down to this. Neither of these teams playing for anything, both statistically eliminated from winning the conference. Both teams essentially eliminated from any type of playoff contention. Well, for Gardner-Webb, the one thing that you take away from this is if you pick up a victory right here, you do have a winning season in conference play. They would move to 3-2 and two in the Big South. And losing the two very good teams, one of them might actually win the conference. The other going in today was a ranked team for the first time in its program's history. Gardner-Webb starts with the ball at the 25, two receivers to each side. Pitch out to Khalil Lewis, and he gets brought down for a huge loss, and a flag is thrown. Khalil Lewis carry. It'll be a holding call on the offense, and I think they're going to decline it. Illegal block in the back. On the offense, number seven. Penalty is declined. Second down. Bring up second and long. And Monmouth's done a good job of reading that one out since the first quarter. And a loss of seven. Now second and 17 for the running Bulldogs. And you never want to have that, but especially not in an overtime situation like this. Two receivers, excuse me, trips to the far side. Here's a handoff to Cagle. And he'll go back to around the original line of scrimmage at the 25-yard line. Cagle on the carry. Bring up third and 10. And now if you're the running Bulldogs, you obviously want to keep this drive alive, pick up the first down right here, to not have to settle for a field goal opportunity. But if you do so, you would like to try to put the football in the middle of the field for Schumacher to have a straight shot at it. Two receivers each side. Cagle out of the shotgun, and the line moved. Gabe Nold jumps early. Substitute coming into the game due to injury to Braden Briggs. So and now third and 15 for the running Bulldogs. And penalties have been a theme over the course of this football game on both sides. Two receivers to each side. Maxwell takes the snap. Looks, throws over the middle for Estes. He picks up the first down. Mike Estes, the senior, coming through. And a huge play right there on third and 14. A good job by Tyra Maxwell just stepping up in the pocket and delivering that football to Estes for the first down. And Gabe Nold making up for the false start penalty. He pulled to grab the extra block, the extra rusher to the blind side of Maxwell. Handoff for Cagle. And he'll work his way inside the 10 down to the seven-yard line. Second and short for Gardner Webb. Second and three to be exact. Cagle stays in the game. Two receivers to the near side, one man to the far side. They're all speedy receivers. Hand off to Cagle, who's going to fight his way forward down to the two yard line. I think Maxwell says, I want to run this play quick. 
And a good job by the freshman right here in overtime. Two big runs for Jalen Cagle. I'm surprised he'll stay out there and not have 24 come back in the game. And more technical difficulties. And what you missed was a touchdown by the running Bulldogs. The extra point up and good as Gardner Webb takes the lead here in overtime. Now it's all up to Monmouth. If the dogs can keep Monmouth out of the end zone, they get the W. And if Monmouth can respond with a touchdown and extra point of their own, well then we have overtime number two. And no bigger time than right now for the defense to try to come up with a stop. It was the freshman Cagle on a five yard touchdown run to put the dogs on top. Schumacher made it 34-27. It all comes down to this. Heavy pistol look for Monmouth. First and 10 from the 25. There's a handoff and there's a hole and he'll fall forward across the 20 yard line. That was Cheney who's had a big day today. Well Cheney had a great First opening drive, 30 yards on the opening drive of this football game. Then he went quiet, but boy, did he get going in the second half, including a 67-yard run. Second and four now for Monmouth. All the dogs have to do is keep him out of the end zone. Same formation as the last. Heavy pistol to one receiver to each side. Tight end Powell is now in motion. Play action. Looking downfield. He's scrambling out. He's going to keep it himself, and he gets knocked out of bounds by Chad Jeter. Be enough for a first down inside the 15-yard line. Bahar showing off his legs. He's got a rushing touchdown on the day now. Well, and right here, Brendan, this Mama team has a lot of options of what they can do. Being at about the 15-yard line, there's a team that have ran the sweet play a lot. They've done a lot of just wide receiver bubble screens. So Garner Webb's defense really can't look towards this Mama team to do one thing. Watch White's one-on-one -on -one with Jeter in the slot. There's the reverse play to Ambush. Can the dogs get there? And Chad Jeter does. Stopping a touchdown, it was still a good game, but Chad Jeter fighting off a block and getting there. And a great job by Chad. Man, that's something we're going to miss here at Garden Web is the effort out of Chad Jeter, such a high-motor type of player. Quick snap, fake screen, ends up dumping it off. Aaron Cook gets him out of bounds. Third down. Well, on the play before that, Brennan, Chad really came halfway across the field to come away with that tackle, just running stride and stride with the receiver on the reverse and just able to run him down. Third and three from the seven. The crowd's getting loud here at Spangler Stadium. Heavy pistol look. Bahar out of the shotgun, puts a man in motion. Snap, handoff up the gut, and he should have enough for the first down. It was Cheney, depends where they mark him. 
And if he's short, he's not going to be short by much. And he's short by about a foot and a half. So here it is, this is the season. If the dogs get the stop, they end 2016 with a W. There's some noise here in Spangler Stadium. They're getting the play in. Heavy set pistol, one receiver to each side. Bahar out of the shotgun, man in motion. There's the play action. Can Jitter get there for the sack? He throws it in the end zone. And he gets it out at the one yard line. A shovel pass, a desperate shovel pass by Bahar. Somehow ends up in the arms of a receiver. Jeter almost getting there with the sack. But now inside the one is Monmouth. Well, and Brendan, when he got rid of that foot. They're gonna review if it was a catch. For a couple of reasons. One, was he past the line of scrimmage? And two, did he actually come down with the catch? Well, Brendan, I can't believe he ever got rid of that football right there. It looked like he had plenty of room to at least pick up the first down right there and get to the sideline. But then he sees the receiver open, and so he goes for the touchdown at that point, not focusing on just picking up the first down. And this replay right here is everything in this football game right now, Brennan. If it's an incomplete pass, ball game's over. Wonder Webb comes away with the W. But if it is a completed pass, it'll be first and goal from the one for the Hawks. Jake Powell came up with the bigger reception if this call stands. And they will confirm that it was a catch. It'll be first down and goal from the one yard line. As I said, Jake Powell, the freshman, came in this game with only 11 catches on the season. And for a player with only 11 catches, five here in this football game today, none of them bigger than that one right there. Now if Monmouth were to score, they'd get the ball right back. Handoff, touchdown. Cheney goes up and over his offensive lineman. But let's not forget something. You still have to make the extra point. Or Monmouth could decide to just go for the football game right here and go for two. And it looks like that's what they're going to do. And yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. Monmouth is going for the game. Two-point conversion. Trips to the near side. One man to the far side. This is it, right here, 2016. Man in motion, snap. Looking for the end zone, it is. Incomplete! It's incomplete! The Dogs win! The Dogs win! The Dogs at 2016! And a high note. Two-point conversion by the Hawks is no good. It's thrown short and out the feet of the receiver. And these seniors go home. Winners, a winning record in the conference, and their first ever program win over Monmouth University. And Brendan, I honestly cannot believe that Monmouth went for two right there. The only explanation behind it is that head coach had to be worried after missing an extra point earlier in this football game. 
And sometimes you just have to trust that your offense is going to get those two yards. It was a great design play. And if it was thrown a little higher, he probably would have got in. But it was thrown at the feet of the receiver. And the dogs go home victorious. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up 2016 for you right here on the home of the dogs, WGWG.org. Hey. 